بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the explanation of surah yasin and this is part number 3 قال الله تعالى this is ayah number 3 verse number 3 لتنذر قوما ما انذر اباؤهم فهم غافلون so this is a revelation from Allah sent down by Almighty, all Almighty and the most merciful what's the objective? in order that you may warn a people whose forefathers were not warned so they are heedless we repeat in order that you may warn a people whose forefathers were not warned so they are heedless what is the warning so that you warn what is the warning warning is to relate news and to cast fear news linked to fear or which which comprise fear so for example a person comes to his tribe, his nation, his community shouting and yelling Al-Adu, Al-Adu the enemy, the enemy here he is called a warner here he is called a warner So this Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent it down لِيُنذِرَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ بِهِ قَوْمًا مَا أُنذِرَ آبَاؤُهُمْ So that the Prophet ﷺ warns a people whose forefathers were not warned meaning they were not warned during the period before the Prophet ﷺ This is the time known as the time of Al-Fatra where no warner came but before this period they were, they were warned by Ismail the son of Ibrahim alayhim as-salatu wassalam they were warned by Ismail Prophet Ismail the son of Ibrahim May Allah sallam, be upon them both because he was sent to the Arabs to the people of the Arabs of his time and after that there was no warner for the forefathers before the Prophet This is verified as, for example, in Surah Alif Lam Mim As Sajda, Surah Al Sajda, thirty-two, verse three. Allah Taala, لتنذر قوما 
ما آتاهم من نذير من قبلك لتنذر قوما ما آتاهم من نذير من قبلك that you may warn a people to whom no warner has come before you in order that they may be guided this is explicit they are heedless because no warner came to them غافلون heedless as in the verse and it is known that the warning necessitates bringing life to the hearts and attention and that's why you find the person himself if no admonisher comes to him he will continue to be heedless but when an admonisher comes and reminds him then it is, it is as if he awakens him from his sleep so with respect to these forefathers when long time had passed without a warner they became heedless as if they were not created to worship Allah and they established for themselves idols and directed worship to these idols bowing to them prostrating to them making vows to them and fulfilling their vows so they were heedless no one to awaken them there was however during this same period those who knew they had knowledge of the message of the message meaning of tawhid but they were arrogant and continued to be on the path of their fathers this includes those whom the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam testified that they are from the people of hell so those whom the Prophet ﷺ testified that they will be from the people of hell we know them with certainty that the evidence had been established upon them otherwise they would not be from the people of hell so the people of Fatra the people of Fatra of this period before the Prophet ﷺ are of two types one <coughs> whom we know from the testimony of the Prophet ﷺ that they are from the people of hell we know that the message reached them because the Prophet ﷺ judged they will be from hellfire and there is another type another category we don't know anything about them so in this case it is a duty bound upon us to refrain regarding their <coughs> affair and we say Allahu a'lamu bima kanu amilin we know we say that Allah knows best as to what they <coughs> might have done and the correct opinion rather the most correct regarding them is that they will be tested on the day of resurrection by ways known only to Allah anyone of them who obeys will be admitted to paradise 
and those who disobey will be admitted to hell. The benefits of this verse. <coughs> First benefit. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a warner. Could it also be said that he is a bringer of glad tidings? The answer is yes. Mubashir, one who brings glad tidings. But why in this verse he was mentioned as a warner only without the glad tidings being mentioned? The answer is to say that either that the situation necessitates this because he is addressing people who are transgressors so most fitting for them is the warning and to cast fear because they are opposing and transgressing or to say this is one way of mentioning one of two terms that are opposite <coughs> such that the mentioning of one is sufficient to indicate the other such that the mentioning of one term is sufficient to conclude or indicate the other as for example as in Surah An-Nahl chapter 16 verse 81 and Allah has made for you out of that which he has created shades and has made for you places of refuge in the mountains, and this is the point of evidence now, and has made for you garments to protect you from heat. This means the garments to protect you from heat, and from the opposite of heat, and that is the cold. So in this verse, therefore, mentioning him as a warner, sufficient to conclude that he is also one who brings glad tidings. So he is Nadir, a warner, and a Mubashir, one who bling, brings glad tidings. Is this clear, inshallah? Second benefit. No, alhamdulillah. Second benefit. This verse indicates that the Prophet ﷺ is sent in particular to the Arabs. This verse indicates that the Prophet ﷺ is particularly sent sent to the Arabs because in the verse ما أنذر آباؤهم Their forefathers were not warned. Whose forefathers were not warned? Referring to 
the Arabs. So therefore the Jews and the Christians, as to the Jews and the Christians, he was not sent. Because the forefathers of the Jews and the Christians were warned. However, we know that the Quran is to be taken altogether. The other verses establish the universality of his message, alayhi salatu wasalam. Like in Surah Al-A'raf, chapter 7, verse 158. So say, O mankind, verily I am sent to you all as the messenger of Allah. As also in Surah Al-Furqan, verse 1. 25 verse 1. Blessed he who he who sent down the criterion, meaning the Quran, to his slave, that he may be a warner to Al-Alameen. Al-Alameen. And this Alameen covers both the mankind and jinns. And as the saying of the Prophet ﷺ, in the hadith reported by Al-Bukhari and Muslim, بُعِثْتُ إِلَى النَّاسِ I had been sent to all mankind, the entire mankind. And the evidences in this respect are many. And anyone who belies it, then he belies his message to the Arabs as well. Because the category is the same. Now the question is, why then this particularization to the Arabs in this verse? The answer is for two reasons. Number one, Annahu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is from them. He is from them. As Allah the Most High mentioned in Surah Al Jumu'ah, verse 2, 62, verse 2. هو الذي بعث في الأميين رسولا منهم الأميين he was sent among the unlettered ones meaning the Arabs رسولا منهم from among themselves secondly he himself gave them da'wah he started himself to give them da'wah And Allah guided the Arabs on his hand before he died. Then his message spread to other places. And here there is a point of benefit. 
a very basic foundation which is relevant to this second point this is a foundation known and remember this this is very beneficial Imam Ibn Kathir mentioned this foundation in respect to this point as well أن ذكر بعض أفراد العام بحكم يوافقه لا يقتضي التخصيص meaning assigning a ruling to some element of that which is general does not necessitate particularization Imam Ibn Kathir mentioned this also and this is a great foundation now in matters of deen assigning a ruling to some element of that which is general does not necessitate particularization this is from the usul al-fiqh and this is the opinion of the majority of the scholars and it is the truth let us take an example on this ruling if you say for example أكرم الطلبة أكرم الطلبة honor the students honor the students then afterwards you say أكرم زيدا honor زيد and he's from them from the students so he is an individual and the general ruling is the honor so this does not mean particularizing the honor to Zaid because the ruling here is in agreement with the general ruling so mentioning some element of the general by a ruling which is in agreement with the general ruling does not necessitate particularization as in this example as in this example saying Akrim Zaydan Anar Zayd and he's from them he's an individual from them does not necessitate the particularization of honor to Zayd only you understand now is this understood this qaida this fundamental principle by way of this example so therefore in this case the same applies to the issue of particularization of the Prophet ﷺ to the Arabs.
So this does not necessitate that the message is particularly to the Arabs. You see the conclusion now? You see the conclusion now? And remember this point of benefit, documented. This is very beneficial. It applies so, to so many matters of fiqh. This qaida. Now, from the points of benefit number three, Being, heed, being heedless regarding the search for the truth is something blameworthy because Allah said about them فَهُمْ غَافِلُونَ indeed they are heedless and this is blameworthy also we conclude from this therefore from this benefit that the one who is heedless concerning some details of Sharia, learning about them, like for example, the one who is heedless about searching rules, searching for the rules concerning Salah, then he is blameworthy. Also, the one who is heedless, Concerning searching for rules on zakah while he needs that, then he is blameworthy. So, therefore, we say seeking the legal knowledge is a collective duty, and anyone who intends to perform a worship then learning the rules of this worship is an individual duty a duty bound upon him Fardu'ain and so therefore all the students of knowledge in any place are establishing a collective duty are carrying on a collective duty and therefore they should try to remember this matter and that when they involve themselves in the spread of knowledge and in learning and teaching they are doing a collective duty rewarded however for that the reward of what is obligatory the reward of fard and this is a matter 
which many of the students of knowledge are unaware about whether they are in the circles of knowledge or studying or reviewing you find the person reviewing a book but does not try to contemplate that he is now carrying on a collective duty and therefore he will miss a lot of good and that's why we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to remember this meaning so that we earn good in that which we read or review والله تعالى أعلى وأعلم صلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم This brings the end of part 3 or class number 3 on Tafsir Surah Yaseen